So it's Memorial Day, and I thought that today I would do a, a music episode, but I'm going to get away from the uh, rock and roll shelf, drop down to the easy listening or M-O-R, middle of the road shelf, and pull out five great records by American artists that everybody should own and listen to. This is The Eclectic Monk. Stick around. So, we have rock and roll, we have jazz, we have rhythm and blues, we have country, we have pop. And somewhere in the middle of all that, we have this uniquely American genre of music that's called middle of the road, or easy listening. And... I love this music. It's music I grew up on. And I want to share with you uh, five artists, five albums that I own that I think everybody should have because I pull these records out and listen to them a lot. The first one is uh, The Encore of Golden Hits by The Platters. Now, this is a compilation album. The Platters were this fantastic vocal group that came out of California in 1952. And this album uh, was released in 1960, and it contains uh, a vast number of chart-topping hits. Uh, in their career, they had four number one hits on the charts. All four of those are on this album. Uh, they also had uh, a, a vast number of, actually 40 chart hits uh, between 1955 and 1967. And the platters are just so much fun to listen to. If I've had a long day and I'm just looking for music that uh, is soothing and relaxing, uh, the platters are one of my go-tos. And when you listen to the songs, you realize you know these songs. You know The Great Pretender. You know Smoke Gets In Your Eyes. Uh, you know Only You. And, and those three songs, interestingly enough, were all in the American Graffiti soundtrack, the Platters being the only group that had three songs in that movie. By the way, if you haven't watched American Graffiti uh, ever or recently, you should pull it out and watch it. It is a great film, but that's not what this podcast is about. Anyway, um, I grew up listening to the Platters. It was uh, the music my mom listened to. And it's just in the background of my life. I love this record. And you can pick one up for next to nothing. There's, they you know, obviously sold millions of them. And, uh, and they're not hard to find. If you don't have Encore of Golden Hits by the Platters, you need to get it. But moving on, we come to uh, probably the most familiar name. Well, maybe. Very familiar name, obviously, is Frank Sinatra. Uh, Frank Sinatra uh, is arguably one of the great American music artists. Uh, his vocal style was uh, trendsetting. He put out a tremendous number of albums. He put out 59 albums in a span of 54 years. 
Frank was prolific. He got started in 1948, and uh, right up until his death, he was putting out album after album. Now, um, I like early Sinatra. I think Sinatra kind of hit his groove in the 50s and uh, on Capitol Records put out just some really great music. And, and one of my favorites is Come Fly With Me. Come Fly With Me is released in 1958. Uh, it was number one on the album chart. Uh, and it's just a great album filled with songs that uh, are all about different places. So it's kind of one of those genre records, you know, Come Fly With Me, Moonlight in Vermont, Blue Hawaii, uh, London by Night, April in Paris. It's that kind of travelogue kind of record. And so it's it's fun in that way. Uh, but it's just uh, really, really nicely done. Billy May and his orchestra in the background do a great job. And it's a fun album. Again, is definitely worth owning, definitely worth listening to. And uh, I would suggest, I mean, everybody needs a little Sinatra in their collection. I don't particularly like his his later vocal style. Frank began playing Frank, um, but he, he, early in his career in the 50s, he was just, um, he was just incredible. And you understand when you listen to these recordings why he was so incredibly popular. Now, a vocalist that I absolutely love and would would argue with anybody is probably the greatest American vocalist of all time is Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole uh, had over 100 songs on the charts. Nat King Cole was um, just has the the smoothest voice, and the music that 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 Nat King put out were. It was just so, um, it was so accessible, I guess is the word. My granddaughter likes listening to Nat King Cole. It's timeless music. This is music that, that again, doesn't matter how old you are. It uh, doesn't matter when, you know, you start listening. If you put on Nat King Cole, you're going to just be captivated by the the smooth sound that he put down. The record that I'm uh, going to feature this morning is Ballads of the Day. It's kind of a compilation album, uh, but it's got some of his great songs on it. Uh, it's got Unbelievable, which, uh, of course, is a, a fantastic song. Uh, it's got A Blossom Fell. It's got uh, The Sand and the Sea. Every song on this record is just beautiful. And I think that uh, anybody who is looking to um, build their collection can find Nat King Cole records everywhere. This one, again, on Capitol Records, uh, released in 1956, went to number 16 on the music charts. Um, but it's just, you know, it's one of those records that I pull out and listen to on a regular basis. I love Nat King Cole. I have, I have a lot of Nat King Cole albums uh, in fact, we should do a whole episode just on the life story of Nat King Cole. He died uh, in February of 1965 of lung cancer. He died much too young. Um, but he left behind a body of work that is untouched. Um, Ray Charles cites Nat King Cole as one of his major influences. And I think that says a lot. Well, 
That's three records down. I got two more to share with you. Great American albums from the other side of the music collection. I'll be right back. Well, Ray Charles says that Nat King Cole was a major influence for him. Um, but Ray Charles is a, a major influencer in my life. I love Ray Charles. There is no secret about it. Uh, in fact, I will rave about Ray Charles uh, over and over and over again. His style, uh, his music ability, the way he could take songs uh, that were uh, one thing and and put them into his own particular style. It's just incredible. In 1960, uh, Ray Charles released uh, on Paramount Records, The Genius Hits the Road. Another travelogue album. Uh, as we're talking about America, this is one that goes all over America. It's got you know Moonlight in Vermont, Moon Over Miami, and one of my all-time favorite Ray Charles songs, Georgia On My Mind. Actually, Georgia On My Mind was the first of his four number one hits um, and is just a, a fantastic recording. Everything Ray Charles did was great. I've got, again, I've got several Ray Charles records. If I find one at the thrift store or at the antique mall, I always pick it up because it doesn't matter if it's in his early career, his middle career, or his later career, it's going to be Ray Charles, and it's going to be fantastic. And uh, and I just absolutely love his music. He was incredibly prolific. He put out a lot of recordings. And then there's a lot of, I believe, you know, not exactly bootleg, but perhaps unofficial <laughs> compilations of albums uh, dropped out there on labels that you've never heard of. So, you know, they just dug up some old tapes somewhere and, put it out. They're all worth getting because it's all Ray Charles. Uh, but The Genius Hits the Road from 1960 made it to number nine on the album charts and is just a fun, fun record. Listening to Ray Charles sing Alabama Bound is something everybody needs to do. And uh, this, this is just a great record. And Ray Charles is one of my all-time, all-time favorite artists. Now, one thing about this uh, group this is I've put these uh, things together. I am not rating these albums. I am not saying this album is number five and this album is number one. It would be impossible to do that. What I'm trying to share is just some of my love of music and uh, the influences that I've had and just try to encourage other people to go out and explore and find uh, these albums and these artists, because they need to be listened to. You need to be listening to more than just that one kind of music that you uh, that you tend to take gravitate to. Uh, whether it's jazz, pop, rock, whatever it is, you got to expand and listen to other things. That's why I believe listening to this great American middle of the road music is uh, is so important because there's so much great music in there. The last album I want to bring up this morning is Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass, Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Now, I'm not going to lie. I loved this album when I was a kid strictly for the album cover. And uh, you, if you have any idea about the records, you know it's, it's the beautiful model who is uh, 
covered in whipped cream uh, with not much else on on the cover of the album. Pretty racy stuff for 1965, and uh, I grew up I grew up looking at this album cover, and then I discovered the music on the inside. Another record that my my parents listened to as I was a kid growing up. And just absolutely love it. Mostly it's instrumental. Uh, it's just a very, very smooth album. Um, it's um, was number one on the album chart released in 1965. It was the first of five number one albums that Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass were going to put out through the 60s. Uh, he had 28 albums on the charts in his career. An interesting thing about Herb Alpert is um, he had a number one hit as a vocalist with This Guy's In Love With You in 1968 and a number one hit as an instrumentalist with the song Rise in 1979. The only artist to have number one hits in those two categories, vocalist and instrumentalist. Pretty amazing stuff for someone who is really kind of in the background of most people's consciousness. There's not a lot of people out there talking and listening to Herb Alpert uh, these days, but you should. Again, this album, uh, Whipped Cream and Other Delights, it's not exactly jazz, certainly not exactly pop, mostly instrumental, uh, and just a, a great song, a great record, and, and a lot of fun stuff. Actually, there's a couple of things. There's, there's uh, interesting facts about this record, you have Lollipops and Roses and Whipped Cream. And those two songs were both used in the dating game. They were the uh, the theme songs of when the bachelors walked out and when the bachelorette found out what the date was going to be. Uh, so, you know, if, you were, if you're my age and you listen to these songs, you think, I know that song from somewhere. Yeah, it was on the dating game back in the 60s. So, anyway, those are my choices this morning as we celebrate America, as we remember uh, the men and women who have fought and died to preserve our liberties, as we think about what America is really all about. One of the things that we certainly have influence around the world is our music. And these five great American artists have had great impact on the world uh, musically. So get out there, find some Herb Alpert, Find some Ray Charles, get some Nat Cole, Frank Sinatra, and the Platters. They're great American recordings. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Maybe you learned a little bit. And uh, until the next time we gather, travel well, and God bless. Thank you for listening to The Eclectic Monk. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, I appreciate it if you would like it on whatever uh, site you're listening to. And go ahead and subscribe and review the podcast. That would really help me out. Uh, those of you who are interested in knowing more about uh, me and what's going on in my world, check out TheEclecticMonk.com. And you can get a little bit more insight and see some more content and figure out where we're going with this thing. Uh, and until the next time we gather together, safe travels. God bless.